Hello, I'm Karma Yeshi Rabge, and this is the Buddhism Guide Podcast. You can find more podcasts, blogs, videos, and guided meditation practices on the Buddhism Guide app. Download it now from the Apple Store and Google Play. If you enjoy this podcast and would like to support future episodes, you can do so for as little as $2 a month. Visit patreon.com forward slash Buddhism Guide for more information. That's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com forward slash Buddhism Guide. This episode is called The Hindrances. When we do meditation, mindfulness or a reflection practice, it will not always be plain sailing. There are five things that will interfere, obstruct and impede our progress. These are called the five hindrances and they are five negative mental states. These five are sensual desires, ill will, apathy and laziness, anxiousness and doubt. Let's look at these five hindrances individually. 1. Sensual desire Sensual desire is straightforward. They are desires of the senses. This hindrance is activated when our six senses come into contact with sense objects, such as eye to form, ear to sound, nose to smell, tongue to taste, body to tangibles, and mind to thoughts. Every time we point our concentration at our practice, this hindrance may pop up and distract us. We get stupefied by these sense objects and we start to crave them and feel attachment towards them. The antidote to this is to think about the impermanence of objects. If things are compounded, that is to say, made up of two or more things, they are, by their very nature, impermanent. The parts come together, last for a period of time, and then change, break, or die. You can clearly see this in your friends and family, your belongings, and even your own body. If you are consumed by desire, look at what is making you dissatisfied. Why are you always wanting new things? Is it peer pressure, unhappiness with your life, greed, or are you a shopaholic? We can only start to change when we have gotten to the root of our desires. 2. Ill will Ill will is to have angry, unkind or destructive thoughts towards someone, though it is also possible to have ill will towards a situation or even yourself. It can make you burn inside and you are unable to concentrate on anything else but your destructive emotions. It is usually driven by resentment, jealousy, pride or anger. This is an extremely powerful hindrance and the antidote is to reflect on compassion towards others. The reason we have ill will is because we see other people as different to us, as outside of us. 
we do not see the interconnectedness of life. If during your reflection time you think about what you want and don't want out of your life, you will see you are striving to be happy and trying not to suffer. You are not alone. Everyone is the same, even animals. So, if we see that others are no different to ourselves, we will build compassion towards them, or at the very least, we will be empathic towards them. This is how we stop ill will. If it is ill will that affects you most, see what causes you to feel that way. See how it is affecting your life and the lives of people around you. Are you jealous of someone, carrying around anger, or do you have too much pride? If you know what causes your ill will, you'll be able to cut it off at the root. 3. Apathy and Laziness Apathy and laziness make our mind numb, so it is virtually impossible for us to concentrate. The first one makes it difficult for you to arouse any interest. The second makes you lethargic and sleepy. They both make it very hard for you to do any practice. The antidote for both of these are quite simple. You could open a window and let some air in, go for a walk, splash water on your face, have a break or a cup of tea. That is certainly my favourite. It is up to you how you do it. But you have to wake yourself up and become more alert. Ask yourself, what makes you lazy and disinterested? Is it boredom? Are you unwell? Not understanding what you are supposed to be doing? Or are you just not seeing any benefit from the things you are doing? Give it a lot of thought and try to understand what causes your laziness. For Anxiousness Anxiousness is when we feel tense and irritable. It could be that we are stressed from work or the journey home. You may have money problems, be worried about the future, or your mind is just overloaded. This hindrance makes you overexcited and emotionally troubled. You are not able to concentrate on anything for any length of time. This is because you are not in the present moment. You are telling yourself stories about the past or the future. The antidote which will bring you into the present moment is to do a breathing or body scan meditation or at the very least the three breath calming technique. That is breathing in slowly through your nose, hold the breath, and then slowly push all the air out through your mouth. Do this three times. This will relax you and put you in a better frame of mind to continue. If you are anxious about everything, find out why. Is it stress, illness, work, lack of money, loneliness or depression? Dig deep and find out what makes you anxious. Once you know the cause, you can start to change. 5. Doubt Doubt is when we have a lack of confidence. It could be we don't understand what we should be doing, or we don't trust that it works. 
or we think we are not doing it correctly. All of these make us wonder if what we are doing is benefiting us. The most simple and effective way to clear up doubt is to ask questions, read books or surf the internet for answers. But be careful here as the net is full of misinformation or, as someone says, fake news. In certain forms of traditional religions, doubt is looked upon as a very unhelpful thing. You are told to just believe your teachers and not question what they say. I find that extremely unhelpful. I have always asked lots of questions if I don't understand something and it has always cleared away my doubt. Look at the doubt you carry around with you. Find out where that doubt is in your life. See how it's affecting your life and holding you back. Don't see your doubt as a negative thing. See it as a way for you to change. These are the five hindrances. We can use these five in our daily reflection practice as instruments for change. Look at them and see which ones apply more to you than others. Grade them from one to five. One being most important for you to change, and five least important. Work on the most important first. Set yourself goals and boundaries, and then work towards them. Check back from time to time to note your progress. If we set ourselves goals like this, we will be able to start letting the hindrances go and change our lives for the better. We have to understand that the hindrances are mental states and, as such, stem from our mind. So, it is no good to blame anyone else for your having a hindrance. You may think it is another person's fault that you have ill will. Work is making you anxious or it is the teacher's fault that you have doubt. All of these are wrong. It is your mind that is bringing up the hindrances. And so, it is only you that can deal with them. You can find more information about this and similar subjects in my books The Best Way to Catch a Snake, Life's Meandering Path and Ripples in the Stream. They're all available now on Amazon and Kindle. And don't forget to check out the Buddhism Guide app Thank you so much for listening and remember the only person you can ever really know is yourself.